Let's get hyped! That's the best I can do for the Northwestern game. I'm Mike Schaefer, joined by Michael Bruns, Brian Christofferson. You're listening to the Husker 24-7 Hypecast. It is Northwestern week, which means one of the worst offenses in all of college football is coming to your Lincoln, Nebraska to play your Nebraska Cornhuskers. Bruns, how do you get yourself fired up for this matchup? I'm a big fan of linebacker play. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the Patty Fisher show. That's why I'm attending Saturday's game. Do you just go to that well because you like the name Patty Fisher? It doesn't hurt. Okay. This guy likes a good run fit. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing <laughs> makes me get out of my seat like a good good run screen. Just rooting for them to start recruiting guys named Seamus McCoy and. Yep. You know. Yep, along the the same sort uh, of Irish yeah. lines. I don't see any problem with that. Uh, well, I just wanted to, to you know call out what I thought I was hearing there. Yep. So that's uh, yeah, I'm excited for. I'm, I the disappointment for me is that this game is not being played at Ryan Field. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed too. Very disappointed. Very disappointed. Uh, BC. Yeah, I, I'm not as down on it as you guys. I, I like. I don't know if Brunson's even Brunson, down on yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would not consider myself down. I'm, I'm down. Schaefer, then. I'm out. I'm down for it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be a one-score game. So I think Northwestern has a way of just hanging around and going against all statistics and being in the game at the end. Um, I mean, even last week against Wisconsin, uh, they, they fought – Wisconsin in the fourth quarter, ugly game. They'll ug- they'll ugly this one up too, and it'll be like uh, you know twenty four to twenty with two minutes left or something. The yeah, li- the line is still sitting at seven and a half as of uh, the recording of this podcast on Wednesday. By the way, dangerous. Yep, I look at this game a lot in the same way of what Nebraska played with South Alabama. It's not a very good offensive team if Nebraska's defense shows up and plays like it did. South Alabama. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, do you want to go over the Northwestern offensive stats? I've seen them. Don't need to see them again. Or if you were forced to pick a quarterback between Hunter Johnson, Aiden Smith, and Cephas Johnson, who are you going to go with? Uh, give me Cephas. Well, there we go. So um, this is an opportunity for Nebraska's defense to get right after Ohio State beat them up pretty bad. I mean, they ran all over them. They didn't really even need Justin Fields to throw that much. I think he had 21 attempts in the game, and uh, he was efficient. He wasn't tremendous, but he took advantage of Nebraska playing weird bubble coverage uh, and playing off a lot because they wanted to keep things in front of him. Uh, but this this defense with Northwestern, you got two quarterbacks and Smith and, and Hunter Johnson that hearing from Nebraska's own coaches, they're not seeing a whole lot of difference there uh, between those guys, so it's not like they're expecting one to be more of a runner and one to be more of a thrower. Um I think they respect that they each have talent and that they're, they can beat them. I mean, Northwestern can win this game, so Nebraska can't pretend like it hasn't wrapped up before it's even started. But I think for the defense, you've got to take advantage of a team that's giving the ball away almost as much as your own offense. So uh, Nebraska's defense took the ball away a lot against South Alabama. They had several takeaways against Colorado and, and Northern Illinois. It's slowed down considerably from those three games once they've gotten into Big Ten play. But they need to be able to turn Northwestern over, give their offense a short field, try to put up some points, and you get to the magical 20 number, and it's hard to see Northwestern getting to there. So if the defense does its job, Nebraska has a chance to win this game, uh, even if their offense isn't able to 
to do a ton throughout it. Do you guys see the way that last year's game in Evanston played out? Do you, do you find that that's going to affect this year's game? Because we've heard a lot. Travis Fisher mentioned it today. I know that um, the, the way that Nebraska just kind of wilted in the second half of that game last year, I feel like that one more than any of the other games that they lost last year is the one that really kind of sticks with those coaches a lot. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Colorado now I think rivals it probably. Yeah. Um, but that that was one of those how the heck did that happen type of games. And that's what Northwestern kind of specializes in, though. I mean, they, they just kind of hang around, hang around. And I think they're one of those teams where at the end, over the years, a lot of teams have been like, wait, how did how – did, how is that game lost again? You know, how did that happen? I mean, even some games where Nebraska has beat them – like the year Nebraska won on the Hail Mary, if you went back and looked at most of the snaps in that game, Nebraska won like 75% of those snaps. And I know that's going back a ways, but the point is Northwestern will do that where they'll they can they'll lose two thirds of the snaps sometimes, and it's still you know somehow some way they're still around. They don't. Last year they didn't make a lot of penalties. They were like one of the top teams in the country, and they were just good about all those little detail things. This year. They have not been so good at the detailed things. But the danger is they are in desperation mode. I mean, they're one and three, and their season's kind of hanging on. It's on the brink. And they've been here before and kind of fought back where they've had a nice October or something. And so Nebraska's getting them right at the time where Northwestern's got to put it all out there because their season is about to go in the tank if they don't play well Saturday. Yeah, I mean, they would basically go from a division championship to – possibly being last in the division or fighting Illinois, maybe Nebraska, maybe Purdue for that yeah. spot. So they, they've, you're right. They, they absolutely look at this as an opportunity to, to turn kind of their season in the right direction, just as Nebraska does too. And so uh, you can't get too far ahead of this, but two big games before the bye week for Nebraska, they have to, uh, they have to make this week against Northwestern count. Let's start on the offensive side of the ball for the Huskers Brunts. As you look at this matchup, you talked about Northwestern's linebackers. What's going to be paramount for Nebraska's offense in this game? Doing the little things right. Um, snaps have to be better in this game. Um, Nebraska's going to have to establish some kind of running game because you know, Northwestern's going to keep everything in front of them. They're going to make you earn every yard that you get. And you know, they're pretty good sideline to sideline, too. Um, so, you know, I think Nebraska is going to have to have a couple wrinkles. I, I would expect more of the I formation, wing T, wing bone, double, whatever you want to call it, um, to, to kind of give them, to give Northwestern a little bit of a different look. But I, I just think Adrian Martinez needs to play a steady game, which uh, we haven't seen four quarters of that yet this year. I, I, again, he's the kind of the he and Maurice Washington are the two guys I want to watch closely because they're kind of the the, the elite type athletes that need to have a good game here. Held kind of talked about Maurice Washington hasn't finished a game yeah. in the last three weeks because of just sort of as he explained it, not the same injury but different nagging ones that have limited him a, a little bit and. I mean, Hell didn't come out and say this, but there's a little bit of a sense that they need Washington to kind of push through some of these things. They need him on the field. They're a better team when Maurice Washington is out there and playing, uh, and so they're they're hoping they can get as many snaps as they can on Saturday from a guy that 
is a real difference maker when he's out there. Yeah, I mean, I think this game could simply boil down to if you can get Maurice Washington and Wandale Robinson to give you two to four explosive plays, mm-hmm. you can win the game. You know, like if you if Maurice Washington can bust off a 60-yarder that, that gets you an, an easy seven off of one play, or Wandale can do that, Spielman, obviously, you could throw into this conversation, but I'm, I'm talking kind of about those, those two young guys. Um, that That's the difference, because uh, I don't think Northwestern has a – they don't have anybody like those two guys. Um, and Spielman, you know, last week, what did he catch? One, he had one pass, and today after, you know, or this week, Troy Walter says uh, that's unacceptable, you know, for whatever – is going wrong you got to get jd spielman the ball more than one time um so all those guys they can be the separation in this game uh but they their quarterback and their own line and everybody's got to give them a chance to be that too i would like to see nebraska work in their tight ends again i would love to see them do what they did against south alabama where they had a nice play to jack stoll they make an effort to uh to get those guys the ball i think that when you're having issues in your passing game, when you can't count on some of your receivers beyond J.D. Spillman, you have to be creative in who you're getting the ball, and they need to utilize the tight ends more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so hopefully it's an opportunity for Austin Allen and for for uh, Jack Stoll to do a little bit more than what we've seen uh, from them so far. And then, you know, Wandell is obviously going to be big in this game too. I'm really going to be curious what his split looks like in terms of does he get a lot of carries? does he spend a lot of time as a slot receiver? And so um, that's going to be just one of those things that we'll be watching seemingly every week, I think, going forward as to to where on the field they line up Wandale and, and how he's used because he's such a special weapon. Um, when you look at Nebraska's defense, I mentioned, I, I feel a lot of this is similar to South Alabama where there's going to be opportunities if Nebraska makes plays, not that they're going to score two touchdowns, um, or get a return touchdown. But there's going to be opportunities for the defense to set up Nebraska in what feels like a giant field position fight for most of this game. If both offenses are going to struggle, there's going to be which defense is able to stand tall and which one can force the big play that makes it easier on their offense. Uh, when you look at this defense, Brunts, you know that they can match up with Northwestern's anemic passing game. But what's, what's maybe a key for you with Nebraska's defense on Saturday? Well, they need to get back to, to, to getting some turnovers. Uh, that would be the big, big one. Um, a little bit of pressure would be okay. It'll be interesting to see how Nebraska deals with uh, the apparent suspension of Khalil Davis for something um, that happened against Ohio State in the first quarter. Um, just, you know, th- those, this is the type of game where it's going to turn on mistakes or, like Brian said, you know, three or four explosive offensive plays, a couple explosive plays on defense, whether that's turnover, sack, whatever. So that's just what I'm looking for is, you know, a, a JoJo Doman type play that, that would be really big in a game like this. So it, it, it's not a, you know, a magic thing. I mean, you just need to make a couple plays and, and don't blow all your toes off like Nebraska seems like they've done uh, with frequency this year. Yeah, I mean, if you look back at last year's game, Yes, you can go right to the final drive that Northwestern had, which was you know a 99-yard drive out of nowhere to tie the game. But also earlier in that game, remember Nebraska had a sack, they allowed a sack that was returned for a touchdown by Northwestern, and 
that's the play where Nebraska needs to swing that in these type of games. It always feels like the other side is getting those the free seven, you know, like mm-hmm. here's seven point, you get a seven point spot right here off of that. For once, Nebraska needs to be that team that makes that play on defense, and they get that seven. And then, then what does a Nebraska Northwestern game look like if it's actually the Huskers, you know, making that sack fumble play or whatever it is that you know where Northwestern's climbing uphill? I think then you're talking about like a two-score game, but Nebraska's got to have that happen for a change. All right, are we ready for oddly specific predictions? Yes. Uh, I can start if you guys need some time. Did we get anywhere close to any oddly specific predictions? I don't predictions? remember. I, I think don't... Dobbins was my pick to click, right? Probably. Yeah. Which felt like a... That, that, was, was, too, a, that, that was a layup. That was a little yeah. too safe, yeah. I think, if we're yeah. being honest here. Yeah. Uh, I will start the oddly specific predictions with Ben Stilley forces a fumble on a strip sack. Big Mac sack? A Big Mac sack. I don't know if it'll be the first one of the game. Actually, let's just go ahead. We like it to be as specific as possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. You will be getting Big Macs because of Ben Stilley on Saturday. First sack of the game. It comes on Hunter Johnson. It's a strip sack. Nebraska recovers the ball. They get it at the 18-yard line. I think that JoJo Doman is going to record a sack in this game. and I think he's also going to have an interception. I feel like he's been close this year. Um, I, I think he's going to make a couple of big plays on defense that will swing this for Nebraska. I think the game will go to overtime for the third consecutive Nebraska-Northwestern. Wow. Northwestern. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at Schaefer shaking his head. You get oh. more Nebraska-Northwestern Nebraska football. Nebraska going to overtime minutes. with this Bonus <laughs> Nebraska-Northwestern. And Pat Fitzgerald will be prickly in his post game. Yeah. Um, and make some remark about uh, – AOL Instant Messenger or something. <laughs> right. And then he tells you what his old away message was in college. They should not be going to overtime with this team. There you go. You want specific. Uh, no, I mean, I, I like it. I specific. Like it. You went out Ex- on a very. Accept the specific, Mike. Yeah. Accept it. I accept it. I accept it. All right. Uh, let's go with picks to click. Uh, I said Ben Stilley for the oddly specific, so I'll go with somebody on offense. Um, Austin Allen scores his first touchdown. The tight ends have their best game of the season. Brian, you got one? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. Well, um, you don't want to take Patty Fisher? You've said Austin Allen every week, I feel like. I have not. Feels like it. I, I definitely didn't say him last Eventually, week or the week before. It's got to be Austin yeah. Allen. <laughs> no, I... Watch it. The one week you don't say Austin Allen, it's going to be like... You're going to make me go back and listen to these, mm-hmm. and there will not be a single time where my pick-to-click is Austin Allen until okay. today. I got one. I got one. Someone else picked Austin Allen. I got one that will lead us into a topic we haven't talked about. De- Dedrick Mills uh, will bust off one big, big, big run, like 30-plus yards, off of the I-formation set uh, that they used to success against uh, – Ohio State. And I does he hold add, on to the ball? Yes, he does. And I'm going to add one one thing. So he's my pick to click. Or, or that, I didn't know if you were just giving up on the segment entirely. No, no, no. That formation is my pick to click. It'll, it'll be used, and it will have some effectiveness, but it won't be overused. And there was a quick question asked today, or this week, <laughs> why did Nebraska go away from it, you know? And 
Actually, they did have a pretty good play call, I think, that could have been a touchdown after the Ohio State timeout. Uh, but Trey Walter said something that I think is a good point. He said that game got away, and they didn't want to show everything in their bag that they had regarding, uh, you know, eye formation, double wing, whatever you want to call it. So that, to the answer to the question, that's why they went away from it. My pick to click, I'll say Maurice Washington plays the entire game. And I'm expecting 100, 100 yards rushing and 50 receiving from Maurice, mm. uh, which will comprise the, a large portion of uh, Nebraska's offense against Northwestern. It's going to be a struggle, you think? Yep. Oh, this game sounds miserable when we talk about it. It's 3 o'clock on FS1. Or Fox National is this a is this a Fox National game? It's Nebraska's yeah. homecoming. Yeah, That's it all is. I, I think know. it could be it could be kind of a miserable. I agree with you. I think it will be kind of miserable to watch at times, but I also think it's like the biggest game of the year for Nebraska. I really. This do. is Fox National with Tim Brando. Oh wow! And I believe it's supposed to rain on Saturday, so gloomy. Can't get away from it. Gloomy day of sexy football in Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be some Big Ten football. Yeah. I, Somebody I'm, somebody's going to punt inside the opponent's 40. Yeah. I'm excited for this. It's now time for score predictions. Do we want to start with Mr. Overtime? Yeah, sure. I got to start I, for no offense. We'll go for it. I got a 26-23 overtime win for Nebraska. So the Northwestern gets the ball first, kicks a field goal, and then Nebraska, finally, which hasn't scored. Yeah, but law of averages, right? I mean, they figure something out. Yeah, like three games ago. Maybe it gets to like third and eight. Everybody's like, complaining, cussing, and then someone gets loose for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Here's an oddly specific prediction question I have for you in your scenario. Yes. The last two times Nebraska has gone to overtime with Northwestern, they've had the lead, and the Wildcats have driven down to tie it. Will it be the third straight time that that has occurred? Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> My my crystal ball is foggy on that. There are, there are people running out to bet this game based on what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, they need to give them answers. Brunch, you want me or you? My answer is don't bet on this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 27 to 22 Nebraska. Uh, a tight game. Nebraska does not cover, but um, five points in this series feels like a pretty comfortable win. I, I think the defense is actually going to have to make a stand late, and I believe that they will mm. do that against uh, Hunter Johnson. Is Cephas Johnson is he an option against either Hunter Johnson or Cephas Johnson, one of the two. Uh, I'm going to go Nebraska 20, Northwestern 12. Oh, man. They go for two and, and don't get it? They have two early field goals, and Four then they field go goals? for two and go for it late because Nebraska's up 17 to... Six or something. I don't know. 2012. 20 to 12. That's like a game from 1958. Yeah. What do you think this game's going to be? Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> four field you know, goals. Four field goals. Four field goals. <laughs> that's how, how it's going to happen. Ah, it could be. Yep. It very well could be. All right. Uh, this clearly has everyone fired up for Saturday's contest. And if you remain fired up, we invite you to check out Husker 24-7's coverage. Of the game, all four of those field goals, we're going to break them down from different angles, I'm sure. Uh, we'll probably be breaking down whoever's kicking field goals and extra points for Nebraska because the kicking is always interesting around here. 
And we still don't know who's doing the kickering at all times. It was Lane McCallum last week, right? Uh, on the uh, the extra point. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. So that's what we do know. That wasn't a factor in Saturday's game. <laughs> it, it did not end up being a factor. I think it's going to be a factor this Saturday, though. I think kicking will matter. All right. Uh, it's time to go. We'll catch you next week with the Husker 24-7 podcast. CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.